Welcome to Toast in the Morning, your number one podcast for all things sports and more. Here are your hosts, Evan and Peter. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your favorite podcast entertainment, Toast in the Morning. Uh, this marks, I think, the uh, second biggest, f- uh, I'd say, flaming session I had with Evan this weekend. Following the Mets losing to San Diego, uh, Tua lost to the Chargers this weekend, if that's not right, Evan. No, the Dolphins lost to the Chargers. What did I just say? Tua lost to the Chargers. Tua lost to it's Herbert, t- flat it, it, out. It's, it's a team sport. And um, I didn't hold back. I had, I think I had a great time. Uh, social media as a whole, like I feel like there was like a two- to three-week period where the narrative like shifted onto people. Like, you know what? Maybe he's actually good. And then, honestly, I think we might be below square one. Yeah, I think we might be. I, <laughs> honestly, we are because it's it's like, oh, he's he's what we think he is. And it's like, oh, those Dolphin fans are morons. Although, like, a bunch of those people also were like, oh, wow, Tua might be good. And they're like, I always believed it. I never I knew it was garbage. I knew it. I knew it. And I feel like you might have had, like, a little existential crisis because you whether – I'm not sure if you believed it or you're trying to convince yourself that Tua was in that top-tier caliber – or whatever it was, but I, I'm glad you're back in reality with me. I'm glad you're in the present moment again. I mean, he was playing at a top quarterback level. In that frame. Because he had two awful games doesn't mean he's already awful, all right? He's no, playing no, lights out for two He's exactly two what we thought. He was very accurate, and he plays up to what he has as weapons, which he has a great coach, great receivers, and that elevates him. But he's nothing more than an accurate, average quarterback. He's not average. He's better than average. He's better than Cousins. He, I think he's better. Cousins. I, I think he's better than Garoppolo. That was my TikTok. I don't think he's. Today. I don't think I he's better than Herbert. I'll t- Twins. I'll, okay, I'll take back my stuff about Herbert. I'll take my stuff back about Burrow. I was wrong. I didn't understand your game, and I'm sorry. And even just Jalen Hurts. You know, Evan, that deserves an applause on the button. You owned up. And this is where I turn it back to why everything's about now. At least he didn't double down, and I'm glad. I've seen the, yeah. Um, You've seen the light. Welcome. I wish I didn't see the light, unfortunately. I wish I was riding that high. I really, really, uh, really was. And I, I feel like it, it's just so tough because Dolphins are in a weird place now because I'm pretty sure they have a pretty tough remaining schedule. They do. In a division that it's a very tight-knit race, and you guys have all divisional games, I believe. Uh, a we, good chunk, of, like two or three. We play. We have to play everyone else once, and then we have Green Bay on uh, Christmas. Which day. is a, it's a sneaky bad team. Sneaky it's bad, but I think we can win because we're back at home. The the only reason why Green Bay scares me, I think they're a decent matchup for the for the Dolphins in the sense that their offense is just good enough to put up points if Rodgers plays, and their defense is solid. Look, I uh, you're gonna have Jair out there. I know we got Jair there, but I'm hoping uh, you know. McDaniel can uh, go back to the drawing board and scheme something up because he got outcoached on Sunday. 100%. I think what's scary for the Dolphins more than anything is that the Chargers kind of wrote the key to shutting down Tyreek Hill a little bit. Not shutting him down, but limiting him, where it's like the Jordan plan, where you know, you're not going to shut him down, but you're going to keep him to a manageable level. It seemed like they were playing extremely physical Tyreek. They were going to body him at the line, pressing him, which you wouldn't think to do. They yeah. pressed the absolute living hell out of him. And like I, I forget who I saw say this, but as we know, Tua is very, you know, timed and accurate quarterback. So, you know, 
hitting Tyreek at the line, being physical with him, throws off that accuracy and doesn't let him plan out those routes as easily as he would. It makes yeah. him kind of have to – what's the word? Yeah, Ad-lib or whatever. You know what I mean. Improvise, I guess. Improvise, thank you. Yeah, go off script. Yes. Um, yeah, they were really physical. I got to give credit to that secondary. And that's and that was a banged-up uh, Chargers defense that just played physical. And, like, they were – even there were some decent throw, thrown balls by Tua, but – just the defense, just the defensive backs were just swatting it, just mm-hmm. getting all over Waddle, who was practically a non-factor, and and, and even Tyreek as well. So I gotta give credit to those guys too, uh, to to the defense. That defense, I I think, in my opinion, I think the Chargers defense played better against Miami than the 49ers defense. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I think they were just they were aggressive. They dropped their linebackers back 10, 15 yards because. Miami, you know, I don't know what they were trying to do. They were trying to like, all right, try to take the top off. They were trying to take the top off, which I didn't understand. I don't know why we kept doing it, but you know that that was McDaniel's call. Who's the coordinator in uh for the Chargers? The D coordinator, Ronaldo Hill. Okay, because uh, personally, but if it was I, me, the Staley might be called. I don't know. The Staley call the plays. I don't, I don't know who's calling the plays. I don't know who was coming up with the game plan through the week. But most coaches who have taken the approach or have game plan in the past are like, hey, you know what? We'll sit a man over Tyreek. We're going to drop the safeties back, give a little cushion to the cornerback. So Tyreek, a lot of times, will just straight burn them underneath, yeah. et cetera, whatever he does. And you know what? The thought to be like, we're just going to press the fastest guy to play the wide receiver position is insane to me, but it was amazing. Yeah, and they did that. And like like I said, like there was nothing underneath. There, was no, there wasn't like – there were some clips where you could kind of see like the check down that Tua could have taken and – but that's on that's on McDaniel as well. Because if people want to say, oh, all of his success is on is McDaniel, you know, if Tua you doesn't, failures see, too. yeah, it's, McDaniel does have to take some of the fault as well for you know telling Tua, yo, take it easy, and also like let's do some rubber outs. Yeah, let's you know instead of you know because the Chargers were doing that against Miami's defense. You know, a lot of the times, oh yeah, Herbert obviously had some really nice throws. You know, they you know they Miami were playing, although they've been doing this all year. Just playing five six yards off, and just mm-hmm. and Herbert's like, all right, Eckler five six yards, Eckler yep. five six yards, and then Mike Will. Then every so often, Mike Williams would take the top off and make the D backs look silly. Yeah, like there's there's just times where you know nothing you could have done if you're a cornerback for Miami, and also part as Javon Howard does not look like the player he used to be, unfortunately. Well, so. I mean, cornerback expire really quick. As long as they, yeah. as soon as they lose half a step, they're you know back to being yeah. average to below average cornerbacks. Yeah. I know he's been struggling with a hamstring injury, but you know, like I keep saying, if you can play, if you're playing, you're healthy. Yeah, I mean, so. trust me, I saw that firsthand seeing Janoris Jenkins go from first Jack team Rab- All Pro Rab- to a relevant year two. Jackrabbit, correct. Oh, I mean, with DRC, I love DRC. I remember DRC. That was good defense, and DRC. we also had Wake came over from Miami. You didn't have Wake. No, who do we have? They get oh, I'm not Wake. My fault. Who came over from Miami? Olivier Vernon. Olivier Vernon. Thank you very much. I love the Olivier Vernon. Love Those were all guys. It was hysterical because they were all first, second team, all pro. Like first team all pro was like four Giants players. That's twenty sixteen. Yeah, and then poof, gone irrelevant. Only Olivier Vernon was like solid after that, but everybody else was like you know like thirty two, thirty three, and just fell apart. Yeah, yeah. I like Vernon a lot. He was a good player. Good player. Um, we paid him a lot of money. That's when we're play. getting a lot of flack for paying the defense a boatload of cash. And then, like, wait a second, are, are we are we good? And you guys were for a year. We were. Yeah. So 
I mean, but the problems with that team, and I'll say it over again, was the offensive line. I mean, you had all aging Eli Manning. You're like, hey, what if he has one second to throw the football? Hmm. How about that? We had the boat incident. Yeah. yeah. And, th- and then it's like, huh. So you're telling our quarterback, our 36 year old quarterback, has a second to throw the ball. Yeah. I have a solution. Let's draft a young quarterback who also has a second to throw the ball. Yeah. Uh, then we're genius. like, wait. It was just a mess. I yeah. feel like that's what we're seeing with Brady now. Obviously not comparing yeah. Eli and Brady. It's just like you can criticize him all you want, but it gets to the extent where, like, Brady's not running anywhere. He never has, never will, but especially now at yeah. 40-something years old, he's getting pressured instantly. Yeah. And what do you expect him to do? When he has time, he's still making accurate throws, even though he doesn't have the same arm strength, but he's getting pressured instantly. Okay, relax, Skip. Relax, Skip Bayless. Did you see drip, the video? Drip Bayless? Did you see the video I sent you? I did see it. That was out of pocket. That Skip. was that was honestly the most pathetic. Like I already hate Skip. For all the new viewers out there, I despise Skip Bayless as an analyst and also as a person too. I think except for absolute, Drip Bayless. Drip Bayless. Is I cool. think sure. Yeah, I think he, <laughs> I think he's an absolute scumbag. And what he did to Shannon Sharp was absolutely wrong. So um, Skip, if you're listening to this, eat shit. Part of me wonders if it's also scripted. No, no, that, no, no that looked so personal. That looked so 100% personal. I think I think that's just Skip Bayless. Or maybe he would. That's Skip Bayless as Or a maybe person. he just went off script a little bit, I guess. Went off script a little bit. He went, went off script to go personal and, like, discrediting Shannon Sharp's accolades. Against, yeah, like, against Tom Brady. Like, like first off, it's not an app. That's an app. Not even an easy comparison. That's, you know, it's like, what? It's not, a, it's not even comparable. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like what? Can't stay. He's also a top five tight end of all time, I'd say. Bluetooth connected. Yeah, he's one of the best. The, the, Love he, Shannon. All t- you know, pro bowler, Hall of Famer, all time shit ring. talker. All time shit. We are killing the Patriots. Love that clip. Absolutely led. Mr. President. Yeah. Mr. President. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to send the Marines. We are killing the Patriots. Help is on the way. Uh, great, great. Um, so if you want to, my last topic about the Dolphins game. Did you see the roughing the passer call? Yeah, it is getting real soft. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this? Uh, I try, I try, I try to. I'm trying to lessen, lessen, the amount of cursing I do. But no, that that deserves that it. is absolute horseshit. Because Jalen Phillips, who had a great game, great game, robbed of a sack because he he sacks Herbert, and then like five five ten seconds later they throw the flag, and I know people are like, oh, you gotta protect the quarterback. You know, we can't get these guys hurt. And I get it. I 100% get it. I understand your thought. Because those are the stars, and they get paid a lot of money, and those are, the fran- those are your franchise guys. But I want, I want to bring up an example that I vividly remember. All right, this is 2018 Dolphins against the Raiders, like week three. I remember William Hayes. Uh, he was, uh, people remember him because he, um, he was on Hard Knocks. With, like, he was on the Rams, mm. and he said, was it the Rams? I think. Where he said like dinosaurs weren't real, or like mermaids were real, like some, some you know ridiculous stuff. Uh, but he played on Miami, and remember he sacked Derek Carr. But this was around the time where they implemented that that rule where you can't you couldn't use your body weight. So he sacked him and tried to like avoid like landing on Derek Carr. But the thing was he did do that, but he also in the meantime tore his ACL. Yeah. And he, I don't think he ever played in the NFL again. So, you're go- someone's going to get hurt. 
Yeah. That's just the game, unfortunately. Mm. And Jalen Phillips pretty much followed the standard. He didn't, you know, he pretty much like avoided like wrapping him up and like th- tossing Herbert to the ground. He avoided landing on Herbert. The, the tossing it, never made sense to me. It was always like I get like just dr- either drilling them in the back or like going, you know, up top and hitting in the head. There was a play yeah. like that this weekend that did get called like that and it made sense. Yeah. I forget which play it was, but still. That's well, unless so you're, be it. Yeah, unless you're like tossing Kyler Murray 50 yards like a yeah, like Unless ball, you're yeah. launching him, it's a different thing. But if you're getting wrapped up, you're getting wrapped up. What do you want? Yeah, exactly. It reminds me of a play similar in the Giants game. Not that it got called a flag, but it's the other way around. Uh, the touchdown to Devontae Smith. People are like, oh, well, if this was 10 years ago, he would have gotten like, decapitated on that pass. Oh, Brian you know, Dawkins would have been staring him down. He would have been like sliced in half. And it's yeah. like one of those rules where it's effect. You could see the safeties like not wanting to just annihilate yeah, exactly. him because he's going to get a, a, a DPI. Does, does, doesn't matter how clean it is. He could have caught it. They probably would have just thrown the flag. And that's a case of just like it's really messing up the game. Like I get it, but it's just. Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, like you're not going to please everyone, unfortunately. Just. Yeah. Uh, and anyway. we're also seeing those concussion protocols. You see what happened to Devontae Parker last yes. night. Yes, I, I shout out to Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar for flagging over the referees yeah. for stopping. Great, him. yeah. That that's a that's a play you want to play for. That's a teammate right He's there. He's he was very clearly like wobbling around. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Once again, I, I think I told you around you know, when after the Tua injury, people just flamed the Dolphins. It was all the Dolphins' fault. Like no, this is like an NFL issue. Like this, hundred like, percent. I don't think this, people know what to look for necessarily. Or they try to like ignore, it, like ah, tough it out. Tough it out, but I don't know. People like to blame Miami for a lot of things. I know. Love blaming Miami. That's also you're in the you're in a little bit of an echo chamber. You're like on Dolphins Twitter, just hearing the nonsense. No, everyone just flames Miami, regardless if it was the uh, the tampering stuff, the Brian Flores lawsuit, all that. Just like, oh, it's all Ooh, their was, fault, and then people try connected. to act like they care about Tua's health, which clearly they don't. I'm just gonna say that people clearly do not care about Tua's health. Besides the point. Uh, yeah, NFL still figure that out. Like that's ridiculous. Like, like it, it's it's a joke. So stop acting like you care that you care about you know head injuries because clearly you don't. Clearly you don't. You just don't. Fair, but an right. even bigger headache than mm. the concussion was the gi- watching the Giants game this weekend. Uh, I don't know about that. No, that was a joke. Yeah, please, Point, everyone. It's a joke. It's I, a joke. I don't really think that a concussion a, is worse. Point being, that I Giants game was joke. painful. We got obliterated. That took every hope I had. Is like maybe like we played a little good defense. We could you know hold them down. Maybe squeeze one out. To like wow, we like are actually awful. And part two, we have like the most injuries in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give that. We also have. I say this every single week on this podcast, but we have no wide receivers. We're throwing it to nobody. Even Darius Slayton, who's our only like competent receiver and is a three to four receiver, it got like. One target. We suck. Um, Daniel Jones played his heart out still. Still had a touchdown and a r- rushing touchdown. Saquon, not much you could do behind four injured offensive linemen. Yeah. I, I don't know where we go from here. I really don't. I feel like it's nowhere but down. I think you guys have uh, reached your ceiling for the year. We need to squeak out one more win. If we lose out, we lose out on the playoffs, right? Two wins, I think, guarantees is a wild card spot. One, it's like you need certain guys to lose, certain people yeah. to win. Look, the expectation wasn't to make the playoffs. I know you guys overperformed 
ridiculously. And so it's like kind of like, oh, we, come on, we got. We got I it. honestly disagree on the overperforming. I think we're extremely injured. I think if the team was healthy, we'd get that ten win mark. We are incredibly injured. And I, think- I know. Uh, I, I get it, but still, I'm just thinking. I disagree. All right. Well, your opinion's wrong. Just like a two take. Anyways, no, that's just facts. Factually, just point being, I think people over over exaggerate the over, you know, um, overperforming. I think we're just incredibly hurt. But point being, at this point, we got to make the playoffs. Being a team that barely missed on the playoffs is like the worst spot. You got none of the hype of making the playoffs and none of the good draft picks. Mm-hmm. It's like when I used to say for the longest time, like you don't want to be the Minnesota Vikings of like the last five years. You used to always win like nine games and get like the 15th to 20th pick in the draft. Yeah. Like, wow. How You're mediocre. Yeah, that's true. I don't even I don't even know what to say anymore, Evan. Uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um well what I do know is uh, like I said, I, my apologies to Jalen Hurts. I didn't understand your game. He's now the second favorite behind Patrick Mahomes to be MVP. I think like last week you said I was crazy for saying that. I know. Literally, like a lot, of, you know, a lot of things happened. Uh, like one days. one week ago, one week ago you said Tua is they had one way job. Better than they, Tua. Had, they just had to beat the Chargers. They had one job. One week ago, Jalen Hurts is not an MVP candidate, and Tua is better than Herbert. Next week, okay, I may have been entirely wrong. Yeah. Okay, now I just need you to. Well, say who that. am I, Colin Coward? Now I just I need you to say down. that Jalen Hurts is better than Tua. Did I say that? No, you said the other way, right? You actually said no, no, no. I thought I said that early in the episode. No, I don't think so. I just want to hear. I just want to hear it. No, we gotta go back. Gotta rewind. Okay, but that's you acknowledging it, and I'm glad that conversation isn't over yet. There's still plenty of football. <laughs> all right, it's saying right now. I love. I love impulse switches. Okay, now I gotta move off of Jalen Hurts is the best Bama quarterback to come out, and now I gotta. No, hit, I gotta hip switch onto Mac Jones. Now Who Mac Jones also stinks. He's I better than he's better than two. I, it's I, all fault to Matt, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia is garbage. He's honestly worse than his uh his buddy over in Las Vegas. Oh, McDaniel's. Yeah, yeah. They're like it's hysterical how under one of the best coaches of all time is probably the two worst offensive coordinators in the league. Well, then they Belichick has been chugging out. These guys for decades, so hey, Vrabel kind of well, he played for him, so I don't even count that. I guess so, but like, but he's still that style. How long did he coach there for? That's the thing. I don't think he even coached New England, did he? Exactly. Well, yeah, he played under him. He was a linebacker. Oh, Saban, he coached them in Cleveland. Oh, like when they sucked, when they were okay, but you know, I think he had a losing record. All right, whatever. Who cares? Anyway, Tom Brady worked out. Congrats, guys. Tom Brady, what, do, what would he even make as an analyst? I don't know. So right, like I always think about this with quarterbacks. Like I feel like if ESPN was offering a mega deal, he well, then, does he have to deal with Fox Bluetooth Sports? Connected. He has to deal with mm, Fox Sports. He does have to deal with Fox Sports because after this year, then he on retire. Okay, that's right. You know who I think is going? Uh, there's rumors that might retire and be an analyst. Who? I always forget names when I start doing this. Sound it out. Rams. McVay. McVay, thank you very much. Sean McVay, I mean, the guy is only 35 years old. What if he packs it up, comes, signs you know, like a five-year, $500 million deal with Fox Sports? Who, Honestly, I don't think of anybody who could be a better analyst. Yeah. I mean, the guy's like a human football computer. 
Yep. And then just come back and coach at 40. Yeah. You won, you won your Super Bowl. That's fine. You won your you Super did. Bowl. Make the boatload of cash. And then, once again, you can Stability. Co- coaching doesn't rely on age. You can coach coach from 40 to 60 if you felt like it. Yeah. Also, you can be an analyst for 40 to, like, 70, 80. Like, you could do that till like, the day you die. But it's like out. maybe he's trying to just ride out the you know the Rams garbage years. Like, ah, I don't, like I don't even want to deal with the rebuild. I'll just like go make a boatload of cash till forty, well, yeah. and come back and join another team yeah, and, like, when they're ready to win. Yeah, you don't have to you know get fired if that's the case, and, and then, then it takes and then take a job and like take the job with the Texans, or, or, or you know coach. So that's, that's a whole headache. Yeah, yeah. I I would do it if I was offered the deal. I would pack it up and go to McVay. Oh, hundred percent. Like it's not gonna. The analyst, it might like, get better. He may never come back. That I feel like the analyst's life is so cushy. Like Tony Romo looks, like he's having a great time, dude. Like literally, like you, you don't have to. It's stable. You don't have to do any. Like you don't have to worry about will I or will I not lose my job in the most vol- volatile, most cutthroat business, which is pro sports, in a sense. Why not? Think I wouldn't blame you. I, I wouldn't blame him whatsoever. In fact, I would encourage it. So. uh McVeigh, uh, if you're listening to this, get the bag. Secure it. Lock it up. I'm going to take a random hip switch off of football. I feel like there was another topic I'll talk about football, but that, I think that's it. All right. We could always bounce back. Uh, always uh, uh, also, yeah, Mac Jones uh, sucks. All right. Anyway. The NBA trophies. Hot take. Mm. I think it's stupid. I, I don't care. I'm not going to be like the Michael Jordan MVP trophy. I agree. I think I they're think also just, dumb. Like, don't get me wrong. The trophy looked pretty sick. I. I I, I quickly glanced at it. I only saw the Michael Jordan trophy. I, I just saw all the names. I was like, this is dumb. I, it's like, just so gimmicky. Yeah. Like, the Jerry West Clutch Player of the Year. That's stupid, too. I was like, 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 I hate it when, like, we just add awards to, like, devalue un- other awards. Like, adding more awards doesn't make it bi- valuable. You know what I'm saying? So, why is Hakeem Olajuwon getting the award for Defensive Player of the Year? Because he's the dream. Who knows? I mean, like, obviously, I know they picked Jordan for the MVP because, like, it's Michael Jordan. But, and you know, it just, it just feels gimmicky. It's I think just... it's dumb, in my opinion. I, it, and then what it, else was there? It was the Olajuwon defensive player. You had the Jerry West clutch one. clutch player. And there was a – Who's the sixth man one? Oh, it's a – well, oh, what's his name? I forget I forgot the sixth man guy. Uh, it's like Havlick? Is it Havlick? Havlicek? Havlicek? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Havlicek, that's right. Yeah. No, I don't think he got six, man. I think he got something else. Dude, Lou Williams, I am sorry. You should. You, that should have been Lou Look, Williams. Or like Jamal Crawford. I think the coolest thing was the, the East and West MVPs. That made sense, right? Yeah. All those guys went to so many, you know, they, had, they battled for so long, they both went to their respective East and West championship games. Yeah. Uh, the Kobe Bryant All-Star game, fine. Sure. Totally fine. This just feels so forced. Nobody asked for this. Oh, no one. Like, yeah, it, it's dumb. It, it, it's stupid. It, it's like change for sake of change. I know. We're going to get used to it. I get it. But it's dumb. All right? It's dumb. It's stupid. Sometimes the NBA, as much as, like, I think Silver's doing, I think he's still, like, the best of all the commissioners. I think he's doing a little too much, in my opinion. It feels like, here's stuff. Like, like, like he's trying to, like, always be the first in line. Like always the tournament. The I hate to do something. Oh, the tournament. I hope that tournament never sees the light of day. Like, look, listen. I'll say the play-in, the stuff. Like, I like the play-in. Hey, I hated it at first. It was. It's. It's actually a lot of fun. So, that's a hit. 
I think the tournament is it's dumb, it's stupid. It's a, it's and it's gonna just absolutely just wreck people. Okay, here we go. In, uh, I have the official list. Okay. from the NBA. Once again, uh, they are very pretty trophies, except for like the defensive player in the years. It's kind of like just like a crystal jar with the player on it. That looks like a like a pint, like a pint glass. That'd be cool if it was a pint glass. I would, but I do th- I do think the Michael Jordan one is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It, it looks uh, like a like a weird like mosaic that like some you know like you'll see like an art gallery. It, it's pretty tough, but the anyway. other ones I think it's just like irrelevant. But we have All right. the. Wilt Chamberlain Rookie of the Year Award. Okay. 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 John Havlicek, Six Man. Okay. Michael Jordan, MVP. Okay. The George Mikan Most Improved Player. Sure. Like, uh, okay. Sure. Uh, the Hakeem Olajuwon Defensive Player of the Year. Sure. And the Jerry West Kia Clutch Award. You know, whatever. Sh- shout, shout out to Kia. Let's They're all Kia. They're all Kia, oh, Kia 6, Kia MVP, oh my Kia God. most improved. I can't believe they still have a sponsorship with Kia. They've had Kia forever. I remember they, when Blake Griffin dunked over it. They're all hashtag Kia, hashtag MVP. They don't even write the name. They put hashtag Kia, whatever. Oh, wow, that's awful. Honestly, I, I think I hate it even more. I think I hate Kia because of this. I've always hated Kia, Kia because uh, Blake Griffin jumped over Kia and, and robbed uh, JaVale McGee for that dunk mm. competition because he jumped over the hood of a Kia. Yeah. A Kia. A Kia. Everyone. He jumped over a Kia. And then also, shout out to Lethal Shooter for his obligatory comment on every basketball-related post of all time. What do you say? Yo, this is gas. He I said, love the creativity. Of course. Is, is, that, is that sarcasm, though? I didn't think of it like that, but it could be. I feel like you would have thrown an emoji if it was sarcastic. I don't know. I, I could... Is it like exclamation point, or is it just like blank? Just I think like, it might be sarcastic. I think it might be right. It's blank. All right, and honestly, I think it's sarcastic, actually. So, all right, yeah, I think it's sarcastic. Okay, okay. Off that point, though, I feel like the overall reactions to this is just like, why? Like, it's not that no one's mad at it, but it's just like, like who who wanted this? This is why. Why? This it's guy why. said, are these from Wish? Yeah. So why, though? Why? Why? Who asked? Why? Why? Right? Crawford or Lou Will should have been six minutes. That's what I'm saying. That would have made sense. Or even uh, Mr. Del Curry. He had a couple of yeah. six-mans under his belt. How long is it until, like, they rename it, like, to, like, a, a modern-day player? Then maybe, like, clutches, like, Steph Curry. I feel like when we're dads. Like, we're yeah, going to have probably. to be, like, old. That We're going to be, like, in our 50s. Yeah, I could see that. But they're like, oh, they're just updated to the Lou Will. And they're like, because they're like, who is yeah. Lou Williams? They're definitely someone's. There's going to be someone new for the logo. I bet you there could be, like, a new logo. And it's just so obviously, like, forced legends for the sake of forcing legends. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. You want you don't want to forget about, you know, the history and the past, which I get. Hey, justice for you the Kenby Mutombo Defensive Player of the Year. I was thinking the same thing. I didn't want to say, but I'm, I was thinking, like, Mutombo could be a shout-out. Dennis Rodman. But you know the NBA was like, no way we're going to have the Dikembe Mutombo Defensive Player of the Year and the oh, Jamal Crawford no, no, six-man. I'll come on. The no, no, no. The no, no, no. And no. they banned it. They banned it. You know that, right? Back in the way he was playing. I think, I think, he, I think, they banned the no, no, I think no. I, he got I, tech, he got teed up for it. I think I do remember that. So, yeah, just moral of the story. Don't Just don't have to make change for the sake of change. Just leave it. It's fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to switch up to one more sport, Evan. 
baseball. Rondon is going to go to the Yankees. He's, he's uh, apparently that's his, he said today that's his uh, number one destination. Did we talk about Judge here on here resigning? I don't know, but to summarize what I would say, if I didn't say it already, is be like, oh, that's so much money. We needed him I've back. Never, You're paying them. Uh, the $360 million is almost like a back payment in a sense, and the Yankees can afford it. Who cares? If he gives you one World Series appearance, it was worth it. Who's, say, who's saying that? It's too much. You know, you like the 12-year-olds on like Instagram comments. Oh, classic. Classics. Uh Listen, like they had to sign him. Yeah, like, like they they had to, like literally, like they had to sign him. So I'd be crying yeah. for the Padres. They tried to pay like everybody and anybody four hundred million, and every single team was like, no. Every player, my bad, yeah. was like, no, no, yeah. Yeah, no. Like, Padres throw out a lot of money, and most of the time they they strike out. Like, Fun they fact: twelve years ago, they were the third lowest overall salary, with I think around thirty-seven million. And now they're at like near like three hundred million. They're like the third highest payroll. Yeah, that's crazy. In twelve years, that's ridiculous. Yeah. They're still a smaller market team. Well, they're not like a small market team, but for San Diego still Padres, a medium, I would say. Yeah, but good for them, I guess. I mean, that's kind of like what you want to see from smaller teams. Like you still got to put up money. You want owners who are willing to dish out cash and try to win. It's good for the sport. Uh, as much as I don't care at all about the Padres, I don't even think they have fans. Um, I think they show out a little bit. I, I mean, it's good. Fans. I mean, they have, they're going to have a good core. They're going to be in the playoffs again. Tatis hopefully has his head screwed on straight. He's going to miss the good, yeah. like, third of the season next year. Yep. And uh, Soto. But another, like, 60 games I think he has yeah. on his suspension, yeah. plus or minus. Soto has another year left. They probably have to re- – well, they got to re-sign him, I think, after this year or two years. I forget how much how long they have him for. I think that was their plan in trying to sign, like, a judge because if they signed him, they could have either, like, let Soto walk or you have a year or two with both of them. Yeah, that's true. Because no way you could pay Soto his mega, Soto his mega deal yeah. along with the judge mega deal They, they let uh, with Tatis on the team. Yeah, they, they probably let Tatis walk on. So he seems to be a little bit of a head case. But anyways. They let uh, Josh Bell walk. He went to Cleveland. He's not. Cleveland. While he is a top player, he's not on that. Soto Tatis Judge. Well, yeah, no. But he's, he's a solid. He's, pretty he's an expensive player. player. He's not a mega deal yeah, guy. Yeah. But, um, but shout out to the Mets. They re-signed Brandon Nimmo. I was very, very happy. Wow. So, More above average baseball. Listen, they had to sign him. <laughs> they, had, they had to sign him, especially with the... Uh, More batting 298 with 13 home runs and a good outfield glove. I don't know about you, but I think that's good. No, it is. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'm happy they signed him. Like, I didn't. I didn't think they were going to sign him. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't think they were going to resign. I thought brought I thought, Verlander, dude, I Verlander, that Japanese guy, uh, Senga, yeah, uh, David Robertson. They signed uh, Jose Quintana. I, I'm seeing the things about Korea. I'm not trying to get my hopes up. They had a they had a W postseason. I'll give them that. Yeah, yeah. Evans like try not to get my hopes up. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to. You have a tough division. We do have a tough division. We do have a tough division. Atlanta, of course, is going to be in the running. Yeah. If they, thank God, they start off to a little bit of a slow start last season. 
Because they would have been up there with like the Dodgers in terms of record if they played throughout the whole year as they did in the back half. Well, thank goodness the Mets slowed down at the end because they could have also been with the Dodgers. So it, that, it kind of goes mean, hand in hand. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. It goes hand in hand. So it kind of like canceled out. It literally canceled out. They they dead pro- even at the end. They probably dead they even through the last series. Yeah, pretty much. And so. then now the Phillies they who didn't. They are gonna, it. It's yeah. not even that they just got Trey Turner. You're gonna have no, they made the ideally a whole season of Bryce Harper. Who missed majority? Did he of the get season. hurt? I thought he. I don't. Is he, I don't think he's home. I thought he's gonna miss some time. At the beginning of the season in August. I think I thought he was gonna miss time. Uh, at the beginning of the year, because even if he does, as long as he comes back in the second half, I, yeah, they just gotta like hold it down. It was him or someone else. I forget. But yeah. Um. But Let me give it to me. What, what's your, your final recap? Give me your overarching message for this episode. You didn't have one of your quotable moments today. Um. Yeah. We. we unfortunately, I think we're, we today might be going back to the boring titles today. So my apologies, but I can't believe we haven't brought this up, Pete. I genuinely cannot. But thank you for all the love and support that has gone into the Instagram reel. The Dion wanted you to take it. Holy shit! We're nearing 150,000 views. Insane. And we doubled our followers on Instagram. And then it's like the algorithm was like, you know what? You guys deserve You got all the likes you need. And then, like, just didn't give us any. That's just something for us. <laughs> all right. But you know what? That made my, like, entire week. Yeah, and the good. views are going up on that episode. It's still going up. Like, slowly, slowly. When we hit 150K, I'll be. be. You know, I think it's almost a story-worthy we'll, moment. We'll throw, a, we'll throw a pizza party. A pizza party. The shorts, you guys need to out. We need a little more performance on the shorts for those of you on YouTube, active YouTube users. I thought we'd do okay on shorts. I'm not going to lie. But, but, but I wouldn't mind a little bit more. Why not? The Instagram, we love to pound our Instagram, love TikTok. Yeah. I feel like we're really trying to make a little bit more of a presence on YouTube. That's our last platform right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. But appreciate all the love on that TikTok. That one, that was amazing. Uh, I mean, the uh, Instagram reel. Even not even just the, all the likes and the views, but also the interactions, all the comments that everyone has left, all great. Hey, clip it right now. When we hit a thousand subs on YouTube, we're gonna put Evan in the dog cage and hit him with pies. What? <laughs> you ever see those fantasy punishments where they put the guy in last place? They put him in a cage and they just pelt him with all garbage and food. I'd probably do something a little different. I don't like that. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, I, I don't want to reek like shit. Fine. You have to wear a Yankee jersey and go to a game. I'd rather take the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expecting that reaction. Well, what was I, say? I want I want to say something else. I would love one day to do like a Q&A. People ask us questions and we answer them. But I think we need to give us. That's in a thousand followers on Instagram. I like, yeah. Give us 5,000 follow up. Wait, 1,000 or 5,000? 1,000 followers. 1,000 followers on Instagram. If, on Instagram. Or TikTok, too. We'll, we'll do TikTok, too. Do it or you won't get it. Or you get put in the dog cage. Or you get put in the dog cage. Welcome to the, the dog pound. <laughs> All right, Cleveland. Yeah. I know. Thank you, everybody, again. Thank you. You gave, you gave us a new love again. Yes. Although we already love this sport of All podcasting. Right. Take us out, Evan. Um... Watch out. Who is coming back? We're being Buffalo.